Marilyn was part of this Vineyard Church when it started from the very beginning. And um, she, you met Matt through work, but you also worshipped here together. So they kind of, we can claim it that you met here as well. Um, and uh, they now pastor New Hope Church, and there's a few ladies here from New Hope, so welcome. And um, they've, you've been there about seven or eight years now? Eight years now? They've been the senior pastors at New Hope. So um, Carol loves to speak passionately about God. She's so in love with God, and it's so evident it overflows out of her life and her heart. And it's a, just an absolute honour for me to introduce her and welcome her to speak. <laughs> so let's give her a clap and welcome her. Thanks, beautiful. Oh, I love this church so much. I love Nick so much. We catch up and um, we don't catch up enough, I don't think. We have busy lives, but when we do catch up, it's like a river of fresh water um, and this church is my dearest love. I can't say that, can I, Annie? Because I love New Hope Church. Um, but this is my, I call this my home church still because this is where I grew up in Jesus. This is where my identity in the Lord grew. And um, so I love this church. <laughs> I kissed the ground um, and I thank God that he led me here through Jodie Ann actually. So that's another long story, but I'm on a time limit. So I just want to, um, I'm, I'm, I'm famous for going overtime. So I'll try to keep to my schedule today. Um, but you know, today I want to talk about identity and um, I think it's such an important part of our walk with the Lord that we talk about how much we love the Lord and how much he loves us, but some of us still struggle, right, with so many things in our lives. And um, sometimes as a pastor, I think, come on already. Jesus loves you. <laughs> Jesus is everything. And today I want to talk about the Lord's love for us because I really... I think sometimes we talk about the Lord's love, but we don't really get it, you know? We say, oh, the Lord loves me, but I am downcast and burdened. But, you know, the Lord loves us. I get a little bit crazy, so just, you'll have to bear with me. If you don't like crazy preachers, then sorry, I, I apologize in advance, but I get really passionate. And I think, come on already, people. God loves us so much. He loves us so much. Let me find my notes so I don't, um, I don't go totally. You know, the Lord lavishes his love on us. He lavishes love. And, you know, I was just thinking, when we, Luke, can you put up that song for me? Luke's my assistant. Um, there's um, the song that, that uh, Olivia sang. You know, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. You know that feeling that you get when you're in love? You know that feeling, that kind of nervous, your heart's racing a little bit? That's what, that's what should happen when you come into the presence of God, you know, when, when you're preparing even. It's like getting touched by your best friend, by the person that loves you more than, than anybody. I have a husband who loves me Honestly, so much. I couldn't have asked for more love. Uh, but God loves even more than that. And my heart was racing as we were singing that song. And I felt like the Lord wanted us just to look at it again because um, your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. 
isn't that really what we're here for? Isn't that why churches exist? To see the glory of God extended, not only to the people we love, but to the people we don't know. So, um, I just love this. I totally love that you picked this song, whoever picked it. Um, And to be overcome by your presence. You know, that is... That's what happens to me all the time with the Lord. I cry a lot. But it's not sad tears, it's tears of joy. You know, when the Lord touches you, you feel something. Something happens inside of you. Um, It's like setting a fire deep down inside of you. And... um, That's what I want to talk today about God's love, firstly, but also, too, about how valuable you are. Who knows how valuable they are? How worthy you are? How incredibly unique each one of you are? Um, Just like this new little precious baby, the Lord formed you in your mother's womb. You don't lose value as you get older. You increase in value because you get to know your father more. You get to understand him more. And I really pray that you today could be the start of you starting to believe it. Believe in your value and believe in your uniqueness and believe in your worthiness. Um, how can we start believing these things about ourselves? I, well, today I want to destroy some strongholds in our thinking because I do this myself. I can preach because I'm preaching to myself often. Often we say to ourselves, no, I'm not good enough for that. You know, I, you know, uh, I like, like Elizabeth shared, we have a choice. We, we can choose to think things about ourselves. We can choose to think how God thinks about us. Who wants to choose the God way? Me, I do. Um, So let's just, for this time, take our eyes off ourselves and whatever we're going through at the moment and let's maybe fix our eyes on the loveliest, most beautiful, most amazing, glorious one of all. And um, he's my altogether favourite. I say to people, you're my favourite, don't I, Annie? I say to people, you're my favourite, you're my favourite, but God is my altogether favourite. And I want him to be your altogether favourite. So there's a scripture that I think defines it. 1 John 1 verse 3 says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. Do you ever think about that you're a child of God? Do you ever think, I am actually a child of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords? It is wonderful. We should all be, da- everyone should do a little happy dance about that. That is, that is beyond comprehension that, that he calls us his children. You know, and there's total, total freedom in knowing that and receiving it. So many churches, we talk about it. You know, sometimes I get sick of preaching to the converted, but sometimes we're actually not hearing what's being said or we're not receiving it. I don't know. Um, I, I love to, I like you to nod when I'm saying something you like because I go, oh, yeah, you might, you might be understanding what, what I'm trying to convey and I'm trying to convey the Lord's heart for you. You know, God loves you. He loves you. He thinks you're amazing. 
And it's the truth. It's the real truth. But how bound up do we get in lies? We, we start believing untruths about ourselves. We even believe untruths about God. And we can't truly be shaped into the person that God's calling us to be until we know the truth. The truth will set you free. Um, we're free. We're really, 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 really free. It's real and it's free. We're really free. <laughs> we're not called to this. <laughs> And my husband's the actor, but, you know, we're not called to... I'm exhausted, you know, like I'm trying to act it out, but, you know, I'm, I've had a tough week, I'm depressed, nothing's going right. I can't even do that well because I'm so happy all the time. Um, it's not the look we're looking for, you know, God's looking for us, you and me, to touch the world. And he'll do that when we have that fire down in our belly, when we figure out who we are, his supernatural fire will go, he'll go, she's ready. This, this one's ready. And Liz today is an example of that. God's going to use you, Elizabeth, because of your boldness and your courage. You're going to tell the nations of your story and people will be healed and delivered and set free. That is the nature of God. He takes our scars and he turns them into stars. Every single person in this room has a story of, you know, sorrow, a story of great regret. I have so many. I don't have time this morning to tell you. But your story is, is a story of hope. And, and that's what God wants to you, do in us. But it's the identity thing. It's like when you realise that God's not mad at you, that he loves you and he receives you and accepts you just as you are. With all your broken pieces, he loves you. With every, every piece of pride and arrogance and all those things he loves. He, just, he, wants, he wants to speak to you and say, Hey, Carol, that was, you, didn't, you, should, you didn't need to say that. I'm going to say things I didn't need to say. But he loves me nevertheless. <laughs> yeah? So... I just feel right now that God's on the move. You know, I don't know if you guys are feeling it, but he's wanting to pour out his supernatural everything, his supernatural love, his supernatural power, his supernatural joy. He wants to give you supernatural rest for the days that you're like. He wants to give you supernatural energy and he wants to give you supernatural dedication to the things of God and supernatural power to do them. But what does it look like to be carriers of that? What has to happen in us so that we can be full of God? If, if you have Jesus living inside of you, and I, I pray that everyone here does, then you have resurrection life inside of you. You carry it around every day. You wake up in the morning and you're full of resurrection life. Isn't that exciting? I, I love this lady, Johnny. Yes, get excited. And we carry the power of God around in us, and that means we walk in true identity. Our identity's in. <laughs> Thank you, Annie. And our identity is, is, is in that. Um, like each single person here is an original. How much of the world compares today? I mean, I'm, I used to compare once. <laughs> but 
Take your hands, for example. Look at them. Have a look. Look at your hands. They're an amazing part of our anatomy. She's, dist she's distracting me. They're an amazing part of our anatomy. And I, I don't know about you, but I can't live without my hands. Can you? Some people do. Like I love Nick Vujicic. You know, he doesn't have hands or legs. And he praises God nevertheless. Um, he knows who he is. He knows that he was made uniquely by God. He's not comparing himself. But, you know, hands uh, can hurt. Hands can feel pain. When I certainly slam my fingers in the door, I go, ouch. And I, maybe I cry. Uh, my kids might burn their fingers and it hurts, right? But it's okay. But our hands are an extension. I'm just using hands as an example of our gifts and talents. Hands are designed to serve. Hands are designed to love. Hands are designed to give. Hands are designed for lots of things. But God makes us so perfect, right? So hands are an important part. Hands can help a hurting humanity. Hands are just one part of, of who we are. That God loves not only you, he likes you. You know, he likes your hands, however they've turned out to be. He likes your head and your face and your body. He likes every part of you. And he actually wants the original you. He doesn't want another, he doesn't want another version of you. He wants the original Nicole and the original Kay, the original Maria. He wants the originals. He doesn't want... A carbon copy. And I love this analogy of the Mona Lisa. Um, I did a Shine. Shine is a program run by um, the Hillsong Church. And we do that program in... Um, we do that program in hostels in, in Brisbane. And it's a really hard program, actually, because it's written by psychologists. And I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> Maybe a spiritual one, but um, not a trained psychologist. And a lot of the, the program is about psychology. And it's about finding your value and identity and worth in, in Christ. But you don't naturally talk about that. So it's kind of a program they use in, um, in, in prisons and things like that. But it's all the word of God based around a program called Shine. And they use an analogy in there about the Mona Lisa. And, you know, I don't know if you know who the Mona Lisa is, but she's a painting. <laughs> and does anyone know what she's famous for? <laughs> her smile. And also something else about her. Yeah, her eyes, you know, they must follow everyone around the room. But... Um, how much more valuable is the original Mona Lisa compared to a copy of the Mona Lisa? Like, people get copies because this Mona Lisa is in... <laughs> it's locked in a vault, you know, basically. Um, no monetary value is actually added to this painting. This painting is priceless. So there's no value attached to it. It's priceless. And the Louvre Museum in Paris actually have climate-controlled environment for this painting. And any... and So it's a pretty special piece of artwork. The thing is that it's, it's, no, it's not as worth... 
It's not as worthy and as valuable and as priceless as you. You are way more valuable than the Mona Lisa. <laughs> she might get a bit more attention than you, but she's, she's actually, to be honest to me, she's useless. She's just a painting, you know. You, in actual fact, are living portraits. You're living paintings. And um, your worth actually comes from being a one-off. She's a one-off, but you are all one-offs. That's how, that's how amazing you are. It's like, you are so unique. I just want to do a song about that. You, you should all celebrate your uniqueness. Uh, he made us different for a reason. And because we're going to be used differently, you know, I'm not the same as you, you're not the same as me. God means for it to be that way. Sometimes we're so busy trying to be somebody else <laughs> that we don't get to be me. You don't get to be you. Um, so stop comparing. That isn't part of the message, but I just want you to stop comparing, okay? It's something us ladies do a little bit too much of. So this is the thing about stepping into your true identity. When you step into your true identity, you no longer live. Isn't that a weird concept? You no longer live, but Christ lives in you. That is just, I don't know, that sounds like magic to me. Carol Prater is dead and Carol Prater alive in Christ is alive, alive, alive. The old Carol is gone and the new Carol has come. And just like Elizabeth, this was the last thing I ever dreamt that I would do is speak in front of people. I was, I used to cry. Nick would know. I'd get up here and go, oh, <laughs> yeah. But God does something amazing in us when we take on our identity. Because I'm no longer, I don't need to be afraid. Like, what am I afraid of? I'm not afraid of man. I, 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 I live to glorify God. Men aren't going to like me. People are going to disagree with me. But I just do what God tells me to do. And that's, I get excited about that. It's not always lovely serving God. It's not always... Um, people don't always like it. People say, oh, no, I just like my security. <laughs> but, oh, now that I live this life, I don't want security anymore. <laughs> I want to live that life totally given over to Christ. When we get that, when we receive Christ, when we get our identity in him, we can. We can't any other way. I think sometimes we come to the Lord, but we keep one foot back here. You know, and I'm, I'm, I've been guilty of that in my life. You know, it's like all these things in my past are still attached to me. The Lord says, no, that the day you crossed the line, they were drowned in an ocean as <laughs> they're never to be found again. He doesn't remember it. Why do we? We have to let go of the past. We have to launch ourselves into what he has for us in the future. God is doing amazing things in our time. We've, it's like we have to be on board with him. It, I think this is the most exciting time that we live in. There's no other time like it in history. This is the hour. I think this is the most exciting season to be in because God is accelerating things. I think for me it took years to figure out my identity God's accelerating that in people. I, don't, I see people that are totally transformed like that. It's not a process. Sometimes it is still. But I feel like God's accelerating healing in people's hearts, and in their minds, in their circumstances. 
you know, I, I just shared, I wrestled with God. When we became pastors, I did not want to become pastors, you know. It was like, God, you are crazy. <laughs> I don't know if you ever talk like that to God, but sometimes I think, well, who was I to talk to God like that? <laughs> God, you are crazy. God is not crazy. I, I couldn't get, I couldn't figure him out. But he says to me now, you don't have to figure me out. You just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Keep, in the words of Julia Gillard, moving forward. <laughs> keep moving forward. Don't move backwards. Don't move to the left or to the right. Just keep following me. And but how often do we argue with God? How often do we say, God, you don't know what I'm going through? You know, Jesus accomplished everything. I just want to say, Jesus, 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 Jesus died on the cross for you. Jesus died on the cross for you. Then he didn't only just die, then he, he rose again. But then he ascended into heaven and he sent somebody who's always with us and he sent the Holy Spirit and he loves us that much. Let's stop taking this great love that we have for granted. Let's, every morning that we wake up, say, God, thank you for Jesus. Thank you that you sent him. And then thank you that you sent the Holy Spirit. <laughs> because I can do all things through Christ. I can know who Carol is now. Carol is a child of the Most High God. Every single one of you is a child of the Most High God. I think... I'm constantly telling him I can't and he's constantly telling me I can. And my message to you today, ladies, is that you can. You can. No more, I can't. I can do all things. Whatever he's calling you to do, you can do. Um, he is super amazing. He is super amazing. So that's it, my friends. That little message is to say, wake up, arise and shine. Children of Zion, <laughs> you are children of the Most High God. Receive it, live it, be it to everyone. Amen. Will I pray? Yeah. Father God, <laughs> thank you so much for your great love for us. Lord, I just pray that by the power of your Holy Spirit, you would just touch each lady here to be able to receive, God, all that you have for them. Lord, I pray that you would just be like a fire inside of them this moment, Lord, that you would release your power, your love, your grace, your mercy in and through them so that they can touch people, Lord, that as people see them, they would ask, what is it about you? Who are you? Who are you? I am a child of the Most High God. Father, I pray that that is their message today, that they receive it with their whole hearts, Lord. I pray that your fire would be released in and through them. Father, we just break off the shackles of the enemy in Jesus' name. We just release people into the freedom that you have for them. We release people from the words of condemnation, from themselves and from the evil one. And Father, we decree life and life abundant. 
We release your love and your favour and your peace in Jesus' precious name. Thank you, Lord. Amen.